0: Now,
1: join us for Advisors Roundtable with your hosts, Certified Financial Planners, Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus. It's professional advice for your life.
2: Welcome to the Advisors Roundtable, Certified Financial Planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you on this portion of the show, brought to you by Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors, where your personal financial plan is the key. So Bubba, you think we can learn from history? I I would sure hope so. Right. do mm. people have uh-huh. any interest at uh-huh. all in hitri- history anymore. I well,
3: mean, you know, you, you think of uh, history on, on just your own personal level, right? Mm-hmm. And you see a hot pan on the oven. You grab a hold of it without a pothole, and you oh. say, oh, man, I'm not going to do that again. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. It, it can be a really good
2: teacher. Right. Uh, and it, not just practically like that, because mm-hmm. you're not going to do that once or twice. Sure. Uh Say, we're going to check your IQ Q level if it takes mm-hmm. more than once. Right. But still, uh, you're not going to do that because you remember that experience. But the experiences of others, too, we can learn from. Mm-hmm. The, the history of us as a collective, as sure. a nation, uh, yeah. as a people uh, around the world, globally, we can learn from some things. So today, want I, wa- I want to just take a moment and step back in time. Speaking of history, and go to two thousand
3: seven, eight, and nine.
2: Okay. Now two thousand seven, early in the year, what were we experiencing in the economy, in the stock market, with clients' assets? What had happened in two thousand six and early part of two
3: thousand seven? I would say elation and euphoria.
2: Mm Mhm. You've seen any of that after 2019 in the economy and the stock market and uh, people beginning to rear its head. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. What was it Alan Greenspan, the former Fed chair said mm-hmm. about irrational exuberance? That's right. Yeah. Uh, those are really college words, right? But they basically mm-hmm. means that we're just full of ourselves and right. we're we're you know, maybe a little too happy and a little mm-hmm. too cocky. Right um and so you're starting to see a little of that when you're talking to clients uh,
3: not to the degree that I think we saw it back in 2007
2: okay why was 2007 more irrationally exuberant uh, what do you think was going on in the economy uh why do you think people felt that way i
3: i would uh i would go back even further okay and relate it to 1999 as well cuz you saw some of the same things occur in 1998 1999 oh the dot, dot coms right yeah right. that yeah. you saw in 2006 and 7 okay right all right uh, when people would walk in and say I can throw a dart at a, a dartboard you know hang up the the newspaper and throw it and whatever stock I hit I'm going to make some good money on
2: mm-hmm. right mhm mhm that's not Fundamental investing. No. It's more like gambling, right? That's right. But people were wanting to do it because Mm -hmm. it felt like easy money. Sure. Um, And last year, we had a really good Mm -hmm. year in the economy and the the stock market. And so, because of that, uh, it felt like easy money. Or, or kind of feels like easy money. I mean, we have people coming in.
3: It was easy money last year.
2: Yeah.
3: I, there's no easy way to, to say it. it mm-hmm. I mean, it was pretty easy money last year.
2: Yeah. Across especially, just about every sector.
3: Especially after coming off uh, a dip like we had in 2018.
2: Uh-huh.
3: Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it yeah. felt good. It felt good mm-hmm. to come off that dip. Yeah. Especially if you bought in right at the bottom of that dip. Hmm. hmm
2: Mm-hmm. And then
3: wrote it up for a year.
2: Oh yeah, or you just hung in there yeah. at mm-hmm. the bottom of that debt. Right. You come in there in December of 2018, mm-hmm. and you know the stock market's down 20 percent mm-hmm. or more, and your account's down eight or 10 percent. And right. you know you just think about that. Let's put it in real terms. If you had a two hundred thousand dollar investment account, mm-hmm. and it went down by eight, ten, twelve percent, right? Then you know you're talking about the thing being down twenty thousand dollars in right. one month. Mm-hmm. Even though the general market was down more than that, Mm -hmm. uh, you you know, most people who were well diversified probably weren't down as much as the S&P. That's right. Uh, But still, you know, you go down and and you talk to somebody Mm -hmm. and they say, hang on, you own good stuff. Mm -hmm. They shut down the government. We're, you know, maybe a little overly concerned about the trade war with China. Uh, a couple of things were going on and it was just a perfect storm during that Mm -hmm. November, December timeframe. And then you come out of it, the beginning of 2019 and it was a meteoric rise and you're right. Mm -hmm. It was almost easy money. You just hung in there and, and, and and you hung on and you, and you stayed on the ride.
3: A little bit of turbulence throughout the spring and summer. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then from there, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Mm-hmm. Katie bar the door, right? but
2: right. Well, history tells me, back to history, mm-hmm. history tells me I can't expect that every year.
3: You can't, no. And I don't think anybody should expect that every year. Because you know, It's not prudent.
2: Most people were, if they hung in there and they had yeah. a pretty diversified portfolio, they were up 10, 15, 20, 25% mm-hmm. given, you know, particulars of your individual account. That's pretty good. Right. Uh, and so we liked it. So when you're talking to people about 2020, are you preparing them for the fact that it may not be as much easy money as it was 2019?
3: And absolutely, I am. Mm-hmm. And if you only revert back to, uh, to the norm, right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what do markets normally do? Right, mm-hmm. and you take a look at the average of what markets normally do.
2: Okay, so eight, 10%. So we go back a
3: hundred years, and mm-hmm. you know, generally speaking, I'm going to over exaggerate here and say that the market does between eight and twelve percent mm-hmm. on an annual basis, mm-hmm. right? And that's an average. Sure, but you look at the number of times that the market has actually done eight to twelve percent. Mm-hmm. During it, that time, specifically frame. during specifically that year, during that year, uh-huh. a market that has done it, and I'll look it up here in a minute so right. that I can get a, a definite number. Right. But between eight and twelve percent, mm-hmm. I mean, you're looking at at.
2: Very few, Proportionally times. proportionately
3: fewer times, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there are. But a lot we get of... back to
3: that average, right? Yeah. And we look at last year when we had a twenty-five percent return in the market, or twenty percent, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. You know, the year before that was negative ten. Mm-hmm. You're going to be so. I I see more of a reversion back to the norm.
2: Okay. Yeah.
3: And if we could get uh, positive returns this year in the market, mm-hmm. uh, anywhere between. Three and eight mm-hmm. percent. I feel really good about that.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it would show we probably don't have a whole lot of that irrational exuberance That's right. going on. Right. But, you know, it gets bid up again, mm-hmm. and you have two years in a row where it's. If
3: we get another 20% return in the market. Ooh. I'm getting really nervous.
2: Yeah. Because the next year, in order for it to go back mm-hmm. to the norm of right. uh, that mathematical line, ooh, ooh. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to have to go negative. That's right. Uh, And so what I want to spend today's uh, show on is talking about volatility, whether Mm -hmm. it's good or bad, whether we see any coming and whether it's normal, historically speaking, here at the Advisors Roundtable.
4: Murphy. What do you have there?
0: Metal detector. You mentioned you were going to comb through my auto policy to unearth some hidden savings, and I figured you could
4: use this. I just meant I'd give you our discount double check. I'd dig through your policy and see if there are some discounts you could be taking advantage of. Well, there must be a lot of metal in your desk. It's a metal desk.
3: Always looking for the discounts you deserve. That's State Farm's discount double check. Get to a better state.
2: State Farm. Call State Farm agent Penn Majors in Corinth at 287-3911 today.
3: This is John Oliver Windsor a local attorney without billboards or an 800 number, and I want to help you with your legal needs. you have bills piling up and can't catch up? Have you been charged with a DUI or have one in your past and need it taken off your record? Have you lost a loved one and need help sorting through their estate? I have the expertise to help you handle issues life has thrown your way. Let a professional that knows what to do and how to do it handle the work for you. Give me a call. John Oliver Windsor, Attorney at Law & Corn, 662-872-0121.
4: Out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808 Store. That's 808-STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate-controlled self-storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24-7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com.
1: Carlton & Company is your full-service accounting firm licensed in Mississippi. We offer a broad range of services for businesses and individuals and are able to tailor those services to meet your exact needs. We're professional, experienced, and friendly. Please call us today at 662-286-8496 or stop by our office at 306 Foot Street and we'll be happy to discuss how we can assist you or your business. Carlton & Company, our strength, your numbers.
0: Are you tired of the extra weight and struggling to lose it? Whether it's from bad habits or simply family history, we know how difficult it is to shed those pesky pounds. We may have the solution for you. At Magnolia Center for Surgical Weight Loss, we provide a surgical experience that provides you with both the surgery and support required to achieve your active and healthy self. If you're interested in learning more about surgical weight loss at Magnolia Regional Health Center, visit www.mrhc.org surgicalweightloss today.
4: The pros at Bailey Williams Realty for all your area real estate needs. Specializing in residential sales, investment properties, commercial sales and leasing. Our caring team is what makes Bailey Williams Realty the top real estate company in the Corinth Alcorn County area. We listen to your needs and then put ourselves in your shoes, treating you how we would want to be treated every step of the way. Call Bailey Williams Realty at 662-286-2255 or visit us at CorinthHomes.com. We want to make you feel at home.
2: Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable. Certified financial planners Greg Cooley and my partner Bubba Labus here on this portion of the show brought to you by Bailey Williams Realty, commercial and residential specialist in sales and leasing. Find them at Corinth. Thanks to Bailey Williams and Robert and everybody associated with Bailey Williams Realty for being such fine sponsors of the Advisors Roundtable. So, Bubba, we were talking about history and learning from Uh history and 2018-19 and here we are in the middle of 2020 should we be prepared for more volatility is that the point we were making in the in the in the first segment when we said last year was a good year and if we come back to what the average was we're probably going to see a little more of it
3: i i think that all investors should be prepared for volatility mm-hmm. no matter the time mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um Markets are volatile. That's the way they function and the, mo- the way they move and operate. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. need to be prepared for volatility.
2: Yeah, and if you don't have... It, you-
3: it may not change your investment uh, outlook. Mm-hmm. It may not change your uh, the way you go about making investments, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If it's a short-term blip of volatility, it may even create some opportunities for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. When I was in high school, I've told the story before. I had this, this job, worked at a restaurant over in Grenada. And uh, we had this guy who worked there. And when things were going great, he was the best employee we had. He could do everything. He could work the front. He could work the drive through. He could cook. He could work the grill. He was great with people. But about once a week, on average, I use that word average that we're people with all the time. Right. But about once a week, the guy would blow his top. Okay, He would just freak out and he'd throw things. Yeah. And you'd hope that, you know, he was just near the, the napkins right. when he threw things. But it, he was just one of those guys. And these days, we'd probably have him on some kind of medication, okay. you know, and um, but the rest of the time, he was really, really Back good.
3: And you just had your head on a swivel and that's exactly
2: duck, you, know, right? you know yeah you know, yeah yeah where, where's Glenn? Where's Glenn? Where's Glenn? Where's Glenn? Yep. Does Everybody know mm-hmm. where Glenn is? Oh, he's on the grill. That's cool. You know, just don't put any knives and you know, mm-hmm. and Glenn he lasted for about a year and then he went on to do mm-hmm. something else. But you know, if we had about three days in a row where Glenn was even keel yep. and everything, we were like, oh Lord, it's coming. Don't know when he's going to blow his top. It's just, you know, something we got used to. Same thing is true with the stock market and with the economy. If we have these periods of low volatility where, you know, the market doesn't pull back more than 5% in any one uh, period, like a a day or a week, it's probably coming. Mm -hmm. And and history will tell us that. I'm just going to go back to 1980. The last 38 or 39 years, okay? Go back to 1980. The average intra-year correction for the S&P has been 14%. Okay. So, on average, in the middle of the year, we're going to have a pullback of 14%. Now, very few times has it actually been 14% because that is the average. Because sometimes it's been 20%, 30 40%. Mm Mm-hmm. That it's pulled back, and sometimes it's only been one or two, but on average, it's been 14%. It's been a long time, actually, since December of 2018, since we've had one of those. And this is February of 2020.
3: I feel this is a a pretty good time horizon to look at, too. I mean, it's a 40-year time frame we're looking at. It's hard to believe 1980 was 40 years ago. (laughs)
2: Yeah, Yeah, it, it really is. Uh around the time I graduated high school. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, I, I still feel like I have hair and lots of flexibility right. and mm-hmm. all, all that. But uh, some of that is gone. Actually, most of that is gone uh, now that I think of it. Uh, but when we look at the average and it hasn't happened mm-hmm. for 13, 14, 15 months, I see it coming. Mm-hmm. Now, am I scared of it? Are you scared of a little volatility? Are you scared that people may get a little worked over, worked up over the fact that the stock market may be high or we may have a terrorist event or coronavirus may or may not take as long as we want it to to, to eliminate or something will come out around the elections? Uh, does all that scare yeah. you, historically no, it, speaking? No, it
3: doesn't. And, in fact, it, as I said earlier, I, I see some of those as opportunities.
2: Mm. How?
3: Um, you know, with volatility, Mm uh, generally that means that you're going to have wild price swings, Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. And certain things. Mm Uh, and if you've got wild pricing uh, swings, sometimes you can buy things at a discount. Yeah. Uh, I'm not bragging here by any means because I'm, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't want anybody to think that I'm a genius. Right. Okay. You know, all right. Other than your children. Yeah. I would just tell you that I'm a genius (laughs) and you should just take my word for
2: it. You don't have to think it.
3: Um, last December, last November, December rolled around and we had incredible volatility, 20%, uh, correction in the market in 2018,
2: 2018.
3: Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and there were a, a couple of certain investments that I made personally, right? So I'd, these weren't necessarily appropriate for, for most investors out there, most individuals out there, because they were very aggressive and very, very volatile, right?
2: Okay, all right.
3: But I saw some opportunity, and I, I knew that I've got time on my side, and I was mm-hmm. willing to take a little bit of a gamble, even if I needed to buy more, if it went down more, okay. right? And okay. I was prepared for that. Okay, uh, but over the course of a year, I made 112% in one investment.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now,
3: you know, I wish I'd put more in it now, but I didn't, <laughs> yeah, and it sure was, we it was just a small amount, right, right,
2: right.
3: but you know, that being said, I saw opportunity mm-hmm. and, uh, it was good to be in a position where you have some free cash available to take advantage of those opportunities.
2: So It'd be like
3: the same thing. If you look on your bulletin board at work, right? and mm-hmm. somebody bought a brand new four-wheeler last year and now they're strapped for cash and you can mm-hmm. buy that same four-wheeler that would have cost him $6,000 for $2,000.
2: Right. Yeah.
3: You going to buy it?
2: Yeah. 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 Well,
3: especially if you need a four-wheeler, you think you can you can sell it to somebody else for 3 grand.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the truth. And quite actually that that happened, that specific mm-hmm. example happened a number of times with my wife and me. Right when she used to work for a manufacturer Mm -hmm. around here and they had a a bulletin board out there, you know, about once a month, somebody would be going through a divorce Mm -hmm. or their kids need braces or they had bought too much Mm -hmm. of a truck last year. And now they realize, man, I think guzzles gas. And so they were, they were willing to get rid of it for, uh, you know, less than it was Mm -hmm. really worth, but they were hard up or it felt like they were at the time. You know, we could come along with some cash and buy something, a really nice zero-turned lawnmower right. uh, today and take it home and clean mm-hmm. it up and keep it until the spring, put it out in the yep. front yard, mm-hmm. double our money. Right. But we had to make the decision during a time that was tough for somebody,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, that happens a lot of time in the stock market too. It would happen around here, uh, in housing. We've seen it happen Mm -hmm. before in housing. We have a number of new businesses move in, you know, and they, the government blows smoke up our skirt about some solid rocket motor thing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, a number of people move in and and houses go up and the price of houses go a little higher than they should. Mm -hmm. And then that doesn't work out. Those people move. You can find some, you could find some real estate a little less expensive. Sure, there are a number of people we know who are actually clients of ours. Who, in the Great Depression, their family had a little cash, mm-hmm. and when other people were strapped and needed, uh, you know, from time to time, people would come to them and say, "Hey, you know, uh, I need to put food on the the, the table, or uh, I need to buy shoes for the kids, and I'm willing to sell you ten acres of the lower 40. Right. For a good price, Uh, there are opportunities. The issue that I find is that not everybody has cash.
3: Well, and I was about to hit that point. You know, Uh. in all of those instances that you just said, somebody had cash available to them Mm -hmm. where they could take advantage of those opportunities. Mm -hmm. Right?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So, I mean, you can have opportunities all day long, but if you can't act on them, then you're not going to. You're not going to profit from them.
2: Yeah. I mean, you can sit there and you can watch the other person come yeah. over and take that announcement off of the bulletin board and right. be able to take mm-hmm. advantage of the $500 lawnmower. Yeah. Because you didn't have any cash mm-hmm. and you couldn't do it, but they did.
3: You can be the only guy sitting in, in you know, a, a, a huge gymnasium uh, full of uh, good-looking young ladies on the college campus. Mm-hmm. But if you don't go talk to one of them... That's right. You know... You You're not going to get a ch- date.
2: You got to take a chance, <laughs> yeah. you know, Yeah, uh, and you got to be able to manage. Uh, and we go back mm-hmm. to our budgeting all the time. Uh, you know, the reason that some people have cash is they choose not to blow everything they make. Right. And so they have some. And when an opportunity comes along. That uh, provides a a very good instance Mm -hmm. for them to, to profit. Other people don't because they just didn't have the cash. Right. The other point that we learned from volatility is you don't have to sell. Right. Most of the time, mm-hmm. you don't have to sell. You can ride it out. Mm-hmm. If you own quality, you'll be fine, and you can actually kind of benefit from it. You may mm-hmm. not have to come up with any extra cash. Right. You already own the shares. Mm-hmm. You don't have to come up with the cash to buy the mm-hmm. shares. You already own them. Just, hold, just hang in there. Right. And most of the time, that's the sound advice, mm-hmm. right? So I do believe we're going to have some volatility coming this year and or next, and uh, we just need to be prepared for it. So, we're going to talk about how do you be prepared for it here on the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk 94.3 after this break.
4: Mr. Murphy, what do you have there?
0: Metal detector. You mentioned you were going to comb through my auto policy to unearth some hidden savings, and I figured you could use this. I just meant I'd give you our
4: discount double check. I'd dig through your policy and see if there are some discounts you could be taking advantage of. Well,
0: there must be a lot of metal in your desk.
4: It's a metal desk.
0: Always looking for the discounts you deserve.
2: That's State Farm's discount double check. Get to a better state. State Farm. Call State Farm agent
1: Pen Majors in Corinth at 287-3911 today
4: the pros at Bailey Williams Realty for all your area real estate needs. Specializing in residential sales, investment properties, commercial sales, and leasing. Our caring team is what makes Bailey Williams Realty the top real estate company in the Corinth Alcorn County area. We listen to your needs and then put ourselves in your shoes, treating you how we would want to be treated every step of the way. Call Bailey Williams Realty at 662-286-2255 or visit us at CorinthHomes.com. We want to make you feel at home.
0: Are you tired of the extra weight and struggling to lose it? Whether it's from bad habits or simply family history, we know how difficult it is to shed those pesky pounds. We may have the solution for you. At Magnolia Center for Surgical Weight Loss, we provide a surgical experience that provides you with both the surgery and support required to achieve your active and healthy self. If you're interested in learning more about surgical weight loss at Magnolia Regional Health Center, visit www.mrhc.org surgicalweightloss today.
4: Running out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808 store. that's 808-STOR, for clean, safe, affordable, climate controlled self-storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24-7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com.
3: Don't let mistakes get in your way. Investing missteps can undermine your ability to save as much as you'll need for your retirement and other goals. Let us help you formulate an individual plan that will ensure you get to where you want financially. Call us for a financial consultation at Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors today at 662-287-1903 or visit our website at www.
1: Carlton & Company is your full-service accounting firm licensed in Mississippi. We offer a broad range of services for businesses and individuals and are able to tailor those services to meet your exact needs. We're professional, experienced, and friendly. Please call us today at 662-286-8496 or stop by our office at 306 Foot Street and we'll be happy to discuss how we can assist you or your business. Carleton & Company Our strength, your numbers.
2: Welcome back to the Advisor's Roundtable. Certified Financial Planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you. On this portion of the show, brought to you by Carlton & Company, accounting and bookkeeping services, our strength. Your numbers. Thanks a lot to Renee and everybody associated with Carlton and Company for being such fine sponsors of the Advisors Roundtable. So, Bubba, we're talking about the fact that the volatility is coming. Uh, we've had a, an extended period of time where we've had very little volatility in the economy and in the stock market, and so I teased people going into that last break. Uh, what you, what should you do uh, to prepare for it? Uh, number one is except the fact that volatility is normal um, you know you, you tell me that you you started early being uh, learning to be a cook mhm spending saturday mornings with your grandparents right um, did did your grandmother have a pressure cooker did you ever she
3: u- did i don't think i ever used it though
2: all right but we know. know what the principle is oh yeah and if the valve thing works and you hear the sh- mhm and the the steam is being let off, what does that tell you?
3: It means you're usually pretty safe.
2: Yeah, you, and, and it, yeah. it tells you that it's functioning like it should. Mm-hmm. That's what that that cooker's right. supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. It builds up pressure in there, and then when it gets to a certain level, that thing let, knows to let it off and to keep mm-hmm. everybody safe, but to keep a certain amount of pressure in there so that the cooking still goes on. Right. Right? It's mm-hmm. basically the science of the pressure cooker. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's kind of the way volatility is for the stock market. Right. Uh, you know, the stock market gets a little high. Maybe there are times mm-hmm. when it's irrationally exuberant, and we need to have a little pressure sure. taken off. So it is normal, and you should, in, in, in preparing for it, you ought to know, hey, this is normal. Mm-hmm. If you know something's normal and then it happens, you're probably less emotional re- related to the happening. You know, if, if you know it's it's normal that, you know, you have to get the oil changed in your car, mm-hmm. and you get that little notice on your car at, you know, four or 5,000 miles that says, you know, replace the oil filter, replace right. the oil, right. replace the air filter, uh, you knew it was coming. You don't get as emotional about it as if you, nobody ever told you this was normal, right? And that it was coming, and all of a sudden your car starts talking to you. You know, if you didn't know anything about mechanics, you think the thing is going about to fall apart, mm-hmm.
3: huh? It, it's funny you mentioned that because Kimberly was asking me about her oil change the other day. Mm-hmm. She said it's down to zero percent. Am I okay to drive to the grocery store? <laughs> yeah. I said, Why did you let it get that low? <laughs> <laughs> I may have to call a tow truck here, you know.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we have to play with each other every now and then, Mm -hmm. don't we? But now that she or somebody else Mm -hmm. knows that's normal, they just take the notice that it's happening and move on. Mm -hmm. So if you know that volatility is normal and you're comfortable with Mm -hmm. it, that's, that's one thing I think you need to do in order to prepare yourself. Next thing is good diversification. Yeah. Don't have all your eggs in one basket. Because there are times when individual companies have issues. Yep. You know, they're not managed well. Mm -hmm. They bet on the wrong thing with that last bond issue. Uh,
3: Competition comes out of left field. Uh, I think a lot of people learned their lesson around here on WorldCom
2: Mm -hmm. years ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. So you diversify yourself. Mm -hmm. Make sure you're well diversified. The next thing is point we made mm-hmm. uh, to a certain extent in the last segment, and that is have a little cash.
3: I, I'm glad you brought that up again because I wanted to, to touch on it. So having a little cash, I think, needs to be split into two categories. Okay. Yes, you need to have cash, and you need to have it on the sidelines for emergency funds, et, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's one category of cash that you would have. Mm-hmm call it six months' worth of living expenses, whatever makes you feel good to sleep at night.
2: And that has nothing to do with the stock market.
3: has nothing to do with the stock market. Okay. All right. All right. Then I would say within your investment portfolio, you need to have opportunity cash. Okay. Much like I just talked about on the last segment, you know, Uh about this very volatile, Mm -hmm. aggressive investment that I made that Mm -hmm. returned so much over a year's time, Mm -hmm. I had some opportunity cash. And I looked at it and I said, you know what? Things look pretty attractive right now, and this is pretty aggressive what I'm about to do, but I feel pretty good about it.
2: All right. So opportunity yep. cash in an investment account can come mm-hmm. from three or four different ways. Yeah. You could make an additional in, uh, deposit right into your account. Mm-hmm. You could have had some uh, uh, holdings that you, you kind of uh, diversified mm-hmm. out of or sold or they had gotten high and you wanted to take some winnings off the table. Right. You could have made some basically capital gains transactions. Mm-hmm. Um you could have had some dividends paid right. from some of your dividend payers, but that could be mm-hmm. accumulating within your investment account, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, we suggest people do that. Absolutely. Because opportunities are going to come are, are, mm-hmm. are going to come along.
3: And it uh, and it doesn't necessarily have to be in the stock market. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be with a piece of property. Yeah. It could be with that four-wheeler on the bulletin board, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Having opportunity cash for investment purposes, I think, makes all the sense in the world.
2: Right. And you make a great point. It doesn't have to always be inside your mm-hmm. proper investment account sure. that you have opportunity cash for investment. Uh, really great point. Because, you know, there are some people who own a little rent house or the little house next door to their house where they want to control who lives there. And they're only able to do it because they could kind of see the fact that the little old lady who's living there is probably going to pass away and her kids are not going to want it and so they need to be uh, mm-hmm. ready uh, to make that transaction. So over time they start to accumulate some cash uh, that they can where they can buy that property from the estate. Um, so a, a lot of people plan for this. Now one of the planning tools we use with your cash to meter you back in to the market, after we've had some volatility, is a thing called dollar cost averaging. Mm-hmm. Talk to me a little bit about that, how that works.
3: I, I, in its simplest form, dollar cost averaging is a systematic way to invest in a particular investment. Okay. Okay? So let's say, for instance, that uh, we've got a stock that we want to buy. hmm And that stock is trading at $100 a share presently. Mm-hmm. And you buy one share today. Mm -hmm. And then next month, that stock could be trading up or down. Mm -hmm. And you buy another share. Mm -hmm. And then the next month, it could be trading up or down from there. And you buy another share, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So generally over time... You're going to blend your cost basis on whatever you're you're uh, buying there, uh, and that's what dollar cost averaging is.
2: All right, and so most of the time, mm-hmm. because yes, the market goes up, but as I pointed out, on average in the last 40 years, yep. it has some periods in there where it goes down 14 or 15 percent. Mm-hmm. I can sometimes buy the right. same stock
3: mm-hmm. for less. Sure. And if you've already done your research and looked at the stock and you know that that's a stock that you want to own, Mm -hmm. why not buy it when it's at a discount?
2: Well, yeah, absolutely. Most
3: people aren't disciplined enough to do that on a regular basis.
2: In and of themselves. In and
3: of themselves. Okay. So I I used a stock as an example.
2: mm -hmm.
3: A mutual fund may be a better vehicle or an exchange-traded fund may be a better vehicle to dollar-cost-average,
2: because you get a bunch of things.
3: Because you get a bunch of things, you've got diversification, mm-hmm. and depending on what the overall market or that that fund or vehicle is doing, mm-hmm. you may be up or down in any given month.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so you can sit here mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, I've got cash, mm-hmm. but I really don't want to watch it every day, Bubba. I mean, I don't have the time for it." But I know that over this year, there's Mm -hmm. probably going to be some volatility because we haven't had a whole lot of volatility since 2018. Mm -hmm. So the way to take advantage of the potential coming volatility is to make your deposit Mm -hmm. in cash and then meter it in over the next six to 12 months. Mm -hmm. You do that pretty often?
3: Uh, Very regularly. Mm. Yeah. Now, um given the fact that we had a, uh, an 18 to 20 percent pullback in the market in mm-hmm. 2018 mm-hmm. for instance if there were clients that were coming in at that time uh i wasn't necessarily as worried about dollar cost averaging as maybe i am today uh, client comes in, so
2: there are more, there are times where you yeah. talk about dollar cost averaging mm-hmm. more right to your clients mm-hmm. than other times sure because if it looks like we're coming out of a trough and things look like they're going right. up, mm-hmm. might as well buy now. Sure. But if you're pretty high mm-hmm. and you think you may have some volatility, let's buy in over time. Sure. Um, that's a kind of an industry standard. A lot of people in the industry have the capability of doing it. Right. But sometimes when we bring it up to our clients, they look at us like, what?
3: Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, what are you talking about? Why would you do that?
2: Uh, and then you explain it to mm-hmm. them. Oh, yeah, that makes perfect yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are a, a number of ways and, to and address And again, this. I'll
3: reiterate why we do that. Let's say, for instance, that Phil brings us $100,000 today mm-hmm. to invest. Yeah, I can't guarantee you that today is the very best day uh-huh. to invest that $100,000. Uh, exactly.
2: Right? Yeah. So you use the odds of right? the coming 12 to tw- 6 months whatever right. period of time you guys are comfortable with uh that there may be yeah. some volatility and some opportunity in there
3: and and why not take your time and build a good firm foundation for mm. your investment portfolio yeah
2: absolutely
3: i mean you you don't need to slam it all into the market you know day one mhm mhm especially if you're an investor yeah and I would say investors have a much longer time horizon that they're looking at. Than traders. Than a speculator or a trader.
2: Uh, great point. I'm yeah. going to take another break here at the Advisors Roundtable. Certified financial planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you on this portion of the show, brought to you by Carlton & Company accountants and bookkeepers.
4: at Bailey Williams Realty for all your area real estate needs, specializing in residential sales, investment properties, commercial sales, and leasing. Our caring team is what makes Bailey Williams Realty the top real estate company in the Corinthal, Corn County area. We listen to your needs and then put ourselves in your shoes, treating you how we would want to be treated every step of the way. Call Bailey Williams Realty at 662-286-2255 or visit us at CorinthHomes.com. We want to make you feel at home. Running out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808 Store. That's 808-STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate-controlled self-storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24-7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com.
3: This is Certified Financial Planner Bubba Labus. Are you dreaming of a bright future? At Cooley & Labus Financial Advisors, we will help you formulate a solid financial plan to make your dreams a reality. We are Certified Financial Planners that will meet with you to develop a step-by-step, individualized strategy for your finances. Call us today for a financial consultation at Cooley & Labus Financial Advisors, 662-287-1903, or visit us at our website at www.cooleylabus.com.
0: Are you tired of the extra weight and struggling to lose it? Whether it's from bad habits or simply family history, we know how difficult it is to shed those pesky pounds. We may have the solution for you. At Magnolia Center for Surgical Weight Loss, we provide a surgical experience that provides you with both the surgery and support required to achieve your active and healthy self. If you're interested in learning more about surgical weight loss at Magnolia Regional Health Center, visit www.mrhc.org surgicalweightloss today.
1: Carlton & Company is your full-service accounting firm licensed in Mississippi. We offer a broad range of services for businesses and individuals and are able to tailor those services to meet your exact needs. We're professional, experienced, and friendly. Please call us today at 662-286-8496 or stop by our office at 306 Foot Street and we'll be happy to discuss how we can assist you or your business. Carlton & Company, our strength, your numbers. (laughs)
4: <laughs> Welcome to State Farm, Mr. Murphy. What do you have there?
0: Metal detector. You mentioned you were going to comb through my auto policy to unearth some hidden savings, and I figured you could use this. I just meant
4: I'd give you our discount double check. I'd dig through your policy and see if there are some discounts you could be taking advantage of. Well,
0: there must be a lot of metal in your desk.
4: It's a metal desk.
0: Always looking for the
3: discounts you deserve. That's State Farm's discount double check. Get to a better state. State Farm. Call
2: State Farm Agent Penn Majors in Corinth at 287-3911 today. Welcome back to the Advisors' Roundtable. Certified Financial Planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you. On this portion of the show, brought to you by your local State Farm Agent, Penn Majors, because life happens, State Farm and Penn Majors. Thanks a lot to Penn for being such a fine sponsor of the Advisors Roundtable. We're going to have to get him back on the show. It's been a couple months since he's been on here and Penn is always a great guest and we get an opportunity to talk about insurance and trends and stuff like that so uh, look forward to that coming over the coming weeks. Uh, So Bubba we've been talking about the possibility of volatility for 2020 Uh, with the stock market and the the economy. We've made a couple points so far, and that is that generally history tells us that we're going to have some uh, volatility, and specifically at this point in history, we haven't had much volatility at all since December of 2018, so it's probably coming. We're due, but that is normal Uh, And I use the analogy of a pressure cooker and just letting the steam off. uh, And when you know that that's normal for how that thing acts, uh, and you're really just looking for the end product, um, then you can hang in there uh, whether the pressure cooker makes a weird sound or not. Uh, And I think that's uh, true with the, the stock market and the economy having a little volatility. Here's another reason that we're thinking that volatility may be here in 2020 and that is a thing called the reduction in the number of stock buybacks okay all right so uh, just technically speaking let's talk about that for a minute you're a big corporation let's say that phil our executive producer over there uh is the ceo of apple I'm all gonna right pick one uh it could be walmart coca-cola kimberly clark whatever but we're just gonna say he's the ceo of apple Um, you know, the last time I looked, they're sitting on a whole lot of cash, right? Lucky Phil, Mm -hmm. billions of dollars. What do you
3: do with all that money, Phil? It's with a B, right?
2: Uh, That's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. He's sitting on a lot of cash. Now, some of it is here in the U S some of it's in other countries, but you know, as the CEO, he's, he, he has this cash. Uh, there are a number of things he could do with it. Uh, number one, he could make new investments. You know, he could say, hey, let's try the iPhone 12 or let's improve the clarity of the camera on the iPad or whatever. He could, he could make investments in research and development and products, and mm-hmm. he could use some cash for that. He could give some raises, make everybody happy, yep. uh, make his employees uh, probably more loyal to him. Mm-hmm. That would be beneficial down the road probably even add to the bottom line they're going to miss work less they're going to mm-hmm. claim they're sick less he could do that with some of this cash he could buy out a competitor that'd probably be a mm-hmm. good idea there' are probably a number of people out there trying to compete with him on a number of levels with you know and components and other things that he may be able to buy um, or he could do a thing called a stock buyback yep now, why would the CEO of this company want to put, take stock out of the public's hands and put it back in the
3: treasury there at Apple? What, uh, just practically, economically. So from, a, from a very, very basic practical reason, right? Mm-hmm. If there are other share ho- owners of your company out there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They own... Part of your company,
2: mm-hmm.
3: which means that they are entitled to dividends or profits of your company. Mm-hmm. So if you own or the company owns more of your shares, mm-hmm. then you have to pay out less and dividends back to your share owners. Uh-huh. You can pay it back to yourself, right? Uh-huh.
2: And accumulate more cash. And
3: accumulate more cash.
2: Uh-huh. And because of the supply and demand
3: mm-hmm. for the stocks. Could make the value of the stock go up because there's less supply of stock out
2: there. There are less people owning Mm -hmm. shares. If
3: Phil and you
2: and I owned this radio Mm -hmm. station and Phil had some cash Mm -hmm. and he bought us out, it also gives him more control. Absolutely, it does. He he could save Mm -hmm. on copier expense and paper and Mm -hmm. toner because he doesn't have to send us reports anymore. I mean, just think of all of the practical ways Mm -hmm. that they could save And he doesn't have to share profits with us. He doesn't have to give dividends to us. And now, probably because of the supply and demand for the outstanding shares, he's forced the share of the price uh, or the price of the share of the the company to go up. Uh, That's all happened within the last few years because a lot of companies are sitting on, on cash. We don't anticipate companies using as much of their cash now. For stock buybacks um, in 2020 they've done it a lot they're also they are smart and they have hired their own economists and forecasters and they're looking at the future of the economy and they're thinking you know we may have some volatility not only in the stock market but in the economy in general within the next few years we need to be prepared ourselves the possibility of recession and and other things happening so we need to hoard more of our cash than we have in the past couple years and so because there's not going to be as much cash coming in to buy the shares as there was when uh, companies were heavily involved Mm -hmm. in stock buybacks it's another reason we may have some volatility right Uh, because there are going to be less people, uh, or less entities trying to reduce the number of shares out there. So those of us who are shareholders, we're kind of on our own, right? You know, uh, and because we're on our own, some of us are long-term thinkers. Mm -hmm. Like you said, an investor ought to be, and some of us can control ourselves and some of us are less emotional, but a lot of us aren't. That's right. And so when you got more people, individuals who are shareholders out there, you got more potential for some of them getting scared right. and selling, which exacerbates the possibility of volatility. But if I get scared and I sell my shares, mm-hmm. you told me earlier, that gives you an opportunity. If you have cash. If you have cash. Right. Um, So there's another reason for us to think that volatility is there. Uh, Now, here's the last one, last couple minutes, and it's the elephant in the room. One of the reasons that we think that there's going to be some more volatility this year is because there's a thing called a presidential election Mm -hmm. coming. Hmm. Why do you think this year? When historically, presidential election years have been pretty good right. for the stock market. And this year, we still think we may finish up. But in the middle of the year, right. there should be some volatility. Why this year, Bubba?
3: Well, a lot of unknowns. Yeah. The stock market doesn't deal well with uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Even and if you political. have uncertainty, therefore, you're going to have volatility, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh uh you, you go back and look at the trade war with china or when the government shut down mm-hmm. you know that was some uncertain times they didn't know how that was going to play out mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. right now it's coronavirus mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a couple of years ago it was brexit we right. had you know right. i mean i can go on and on and on with all these different reasons of of why there was uncertainty uh, yeah. in the world or in the marketplace yeah but because of this uncertainty in and in, in the in the marketplace uh, you're going to have volatility.
2: All right. And the uncertainty. And a,
3: and a presidential election is, is no different.
2: And this one seems mm-hmm. to be even exponentially yep. more so. hmm Because obviously there are some people that, that don't like the present president. Right. they're They were trying to impeach him. Right. Uh, there are a lot of things going on now on the other side of the aisle, in, including caucuses and primaries. Right. Uh, every night we hear people trying to run for office and getting mm-hmm. nominations. And so the noise, yeah. whether it's good or bad, whether you agree with it or not, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat or an independent, it's there. Mm-hmm. And the, and that noise can cause people to have some uncertainty right. and to think. Think about things. Mm-hmm. There's always the potential for foreign interference and contested results and civil mm-hmm. issues and unrest. And, you know, who in the world will be the running mates? Right. I mean, all these are questions. Mm-hmm. And so, because of that, uh, we may have the reason for some volatility this year. Long and short of it is, whatever the reason, whatever the situation, it's probably going to be okay because fundamentally, mm-hmm. The economy, the stock market, the value of stocks, the profitability of companies is probably okay. So, when you have some volatility, don't panic. That's today's uh, lesson here from the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk ninety four point three. See you again uh, at uh, tomorrow, right? Yeah. Right here. Thank you.